Rick Tellender, thank you so much for joining us here tonight at WGN. My pleasure. Hey, listen, I saw your article today, College Football, No Longer the Game You Once Knew, and I it was like you're reading my mind. And then I made a sandwich with, it, with, an, with an article that was in CNN Sports, Here's Why You Should Cherish This College Football Season. And I, too, watched uh, the game with uh, Colorado and uh, T.S., uh, um, TCU, which everyone is, a lot of people are talking about that 45 to 42 victory. And I love the way that you have approached it. Tell us what you think about all this going on in college football. Well, everything has changed from the old days. You know, even playing those old fight songs, <laughs> they all sound like they're from the 20s or yeah. 30s or maybe. It's, uh, when, you know, the uh, the star on the team would go to the malt shop and he'd wear his leather sweater <laughs> around campus. Yeah. And the girls had bobby socks. And, you know, uh, those days are long gone. And uh, Deion Sanders came into Colorado. He was at Jackson State for two years, uh, one of the, you know, a small, historically black college. And um, he came to Colorado, which went 1-11 last year. And he just said, basically, uh, okay, here you go. I'm going to win. He brought in 68 players with him. I think that's the official count. I'm not sure how many left, (laughs) but probably about the same amount. It was nothing about education, nothing about college, nothing about Buffaloes, nothing about tradition. He says, we're going to win. And he also brought in his two sons, uh, Shadur and Shiloh. And Shadur is a quarterback. He's a terrific quarterback, threw for over 500 yards. And four touchdowns. And this is the new college game where players can transfer. Yeah. There's a thing called the portal. They can go yep. whenever, wherever. Uh, because coaches have always been allowed to do this. They can just go wherever, whenever. They can lie to their players, say, I'm going to be here 10 years and be gone tomorrow. So this is all inevitable. It had to happen. Winning is all anybody cares about, really, when you cut through it all. And uh, it's interesting, my, my daughter and son-in-law, one of my daughters and son-in-law went to Colorado, and they know Dion's in there. It's like a carpetbagger, you know, as I compare to coming in. I'm going to do what I can do. I've got all these deals, make as much money as I can. No loyalty to Colorado particularly, but they want to go to games. Yep. You know, say, hey, yep. <laughs> they yep. don't care who's playing or where they came from. So this is a new stage. This is the way college football is, and I'm not sure um, – uh, if it'll stay this way, they're really the rules don't seem to there don't seem to be any rules right now. It's kind of the wild west. Well, I understand um, the the uh, question of how can how can something like a transfer portal exist, allowing college players just to go wherever they feel like going or wherever they'll be welcomed or wherever they think they're going to get playing time or they like the coach better or the city or what. It doesn't really matter. But the other thing about this game for uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado was how they performed. And that was yeah, yeah. that was pretty much off the charts. That uh, quarterback, threw, as you said, threw for over 500 yards. And I saw some of their other uh, players executing absolutely spectacular plays. So everybody loves a winner, as you well know, Rick. So I think everything that you're saying is absolutely right. And I don't think it's going to make a difference. 
I don't think it's going to make a difference to schools that are willing to go to the root. Although you've got to be able to get somebody. You just can't get anybody and have them come in and bring players. Obviously, Deion Sanders knows how to coach and can quickly put together a team uh, of people who've never even sat on the Colorado campus before this season. So there is something to that that I can find. If I were a Colorado fan, I think I'd, I'd probably want to go to games too, quite frankly. Um <laughs> <laughs> because everybody loves a winner, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a yeah, it's, sort, yeah. it's sort of astounding. Um, that it, it, it's an amazing thing. It really, uh, John. You know what it's become? I've called it this actually for I want to say almost forty years. I wrote a book thirty-four years ago called "The Hundred Yard Lie: The Corruption of College Football." Yeah. What we can do to change it? I call them age group professionals. That's really the only difference between being a college elite college player. We're not talking about Division three or two right. or, you know, any of those other things. Uh, and the NFL, there really is no other difference. They have the same facilities, the same amount of coaches, they put in the same amount of time. Um, and now you can get paid. There are some players in college yep. that it, it, it's weird how you can pay them, but some are making millions of dollars in, uh, playing in college. And if you can transfer after one year, your whole team might be different next year. And conversely, uh, it might be better or it might be worse in one year. So it's kind of like, it's almost like um, baseball. You know, nobody really cares that you brought in five players for that stretch, that yep. uh, World Series stretch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Bring them in from anywhere. I mean, it'd be like um, Aaron Rodgers would decide to go to the Bears, and which, of course, could, I mean, in the world of possibility, it could have happened. But I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no, I don't know, loyalty or, um, no. I mean, it's just a total no, there bi- isn't. Bis- business, there, there business isn't. thing. It, yeah. I think you look at the pro game, baseball, basketball, football, players are traded constantly. Players yeah. have unions, they have protections, they try to make as much money as they can. We have billionaire players now like LeBron James. You're, you're going to see that most of these college players at the elite schools want to play in the NFL. So what they see this as is a stepping stone, the minor leagues for the NFL. I think one of the next things, two things are going to happen. The biggest teams, probably 60, maybe 70 of them, if that many, are going to band together in a super conference, and they're going to make all the money. And that will be you know, big teams in the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Big 12, and the smaller teams will just kind of, you know, fade away, or they can play another kind of game. So I think that that will happen. I also think you'll see that um, players will be taken out of school, possibly at any time, to play in the NFL. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. If you're ready for a Broadway play because you're a good singer or a musician at a college and you got a, uh, an offer to play, you know, and a Philharmonic Orchestra or a play uh, on Broadway, you would do it in a heartbeat. So players might be ready as juniors or sophomores in the middle of the season. And they say, hey, we'll pay $10 million to come to the uh, the Colts or the Bears or the Lions or the 49ers. I, a lot of changes might happen. And um, you know, the old days, <laughs> like I said, the old days of the mall yeah. shop and the letter sweater right. are pretty much gone. Well, you know, I said I saw an article on CNN Sports. Here's why you should cherish this college football season. And it goes directly to what you were saying about the super conferences. 
um, which are, I believe, they go into effect uh, next year, and the Big Ten is going to have the Big Ten <laughs> is will comprise <laughs> itself of eighteen teams, I believe, eighteen teams, yeah. and they're still going to call it right, the, Big, not, the Big Ten. They'll call it the Big Ten. <laughs> it's not the Big Ten. Come on, I mean. <laughs> Well, they're not going to call it the Big Eighteen. Someday it might be the Big, the Big Seventy. You know, yeah. oh so, my uh, gosh. they hang on to that Big Ten. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's a brand. Yes, it sure is, and and I believe also teams qualifying for playoff games is going are going to increase. Is that correct? If I got that right? Yeah. It, yes. Yes. I'm sure that's right. They're never going to be less. Right, it'll no, go right. from four to eight, and then probably sixteen. It'll be very similar to, um, you know, again to the professional leagues. Yeah, it will be the same as baseball play-in games, the same as basketball. How many qualified, you know, in the NBA, and the same in uh, the NFL. So uh, you know, div- divisions within conferences, stuff like that. The thing about it is. It used to be to playing these games. All that mattered was, you know, you wanted to have a good season and maybe win. Now the only purpose of the whole season is to see who makes the championship yeah. uh, tournament. Yeah. So you lose one game, you're a big team like LSU or Ohio State or Southern Cal, you know, or Texas or somebody, then you just are very depressed because maybe we lost our chance at the uh, playoffs. Well, there's money attached to every single level of this. I mean, you have the coaches' salaries of these schools, which are astronomical. Then, you know, in your article, you described uh, Deion Sanders as cutting business and film deals. Uh, There's money from uh, television coverage. uh, And the more you play, the more you pay, so to speak. I mean, that's what it's all about, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, the coaches have in their contract all kind of bonuses for extra games, for bowl games, for winning this, that. They've been making money, tons of money on the backs of the players forever. So, um, you know, it used to be you played 10 games. Even when, back when I, you know, a thousand years ago when I was playing (laughs) at Northwestern, some teams only played nine games. Now they might play as many as 16. So it's a physical toll, and the players want to get paid for it. I mean, I've always said, you think that somebody who's 21, 22 years old can vote, can go to war, can drink alcohol, and they somehow should not, money is should not be paid, they're amateurs, that's mm-hmm. evil to pay them? Yeah. And I always say, well, if it's that evil, I don't like the way it's gone, but this is inevitable. That's where it's going. Coaches yeah. take, you know, let the coaches take a free education if it's such a good payment for the players. Hey, coach, <laughs> you can get your Ph.D. <laughs> Oh, hey, Rick, thank you so much for being with us. I'm in lockstep with you about this whole thing. And it's, it is, I hate this cliche, it is what it is. Thank you, Rick Tallender, for being with us. Have a good night. Thanks. Thanks, John. You Appreciate betcha. it. The Big 18. Oh, my God.